Welcome to the latest Progress with Unity podcast. Uh, this is being recorded after the Sheffield Wednesday and Norwich City game, so which we didn't do too well in, and pr- uh, prior to the Fulham game, which hopefully was going to see us uh, return to winning ways. Now, this evening, around the table, uh, we have Mick. How are you doing, Mick? I'm all right, Barry, and yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Rob? Hello, Barry. Hello, Rob. And Adam? Hi, Barry. Now that's a different voice for Adam because it's a different Adam. It's an older Adam. It's an older, yeah. much older Adam, yeah. Not that I mean <laughs> that <laughs> came out all wrong. Yeah, anyway. It did absolutely, yes. So that's us. So uh, Paul's babysitting once again. Uh, Dan's working. Adam's playing football. Oh, Simon's got lost on his way back from Norwich. <laughs> I don't know where Simon I saw, is. I saw him at half past ten last night. That's yeah. the last time I saw him. Oh, so well, hopefully he'll find his way home and he's, he's safe and sound. Um, and Gareth is he's uh, not here this evening as you know Gareth's the stat man well tonight he's the lover man because he's uh, he's with his beautiful girlfriend lady. yeah his lady his and lady. Uh, I think they're having a bit of love this evening <laughs> in the warmth of because uh, it's, it's a beautiful warm day Barry you it? do realise we have a family audience listening yes to I do yeah 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 so we'll move on quickly anyway Gareth good on you lad Right, uh, see the stat man's not here, it's up to me to do the stats this week, so we'll look at the Sheffield Wednesday game, first of all. Um, the stats, uh, surprisingly enough, Sheffield Wednesday has 62% of the possession to our 38, which is uh, a bit strange for us this season, isn't it? Unusual. They had 15 attempts and we only had 5, they mustered 3 on target, we had 3, uh, 6 corners to our 5, passes... The out passes 583 to our 354, which again is, uh, I think that's a reflection of the possession that we had. Uh, passing accuracy, 83% for Sheffield Wednesday, uh, 76% for the Latics, not very good at all. Uh, offside, two for them, one for us. Fouls committed, 11 uh, Sheffield Wednesday, the Latics committed 10 fouls. But we picked up three yellows to the one. We're picking up these yellow cards, aren't we? Mm. And, yeah, they're going to be totting up. Uh, there were no reds and obviously it was two goals to one uh, what we'll do we'll have a quick listen to Simon's off the terrace report and then we'll get straight into it my straight off the terrace report for Sheffield Wednesday versus Wigan Athletic at Hillsborough the score finished Sheffield Wednesday 2 Wigan Athletic 1 and from early doors it thought well it looked like Wigan were going to have one of those golden days kind of thing you know everything we were going to turn to gold with uh our man on fire getting us uh, into the lead in the early opening exchanges. But then nothing else from Wigan. It was just passionless. Um, Burke at right back having a few errors. Too many fouls given away for needless things. Um, and then, you know, uh, Fletcher gets the equaliser. Um, you know, a decent, decent enough player. You, you, we knew he was going to cause us problems. But we didn't like think. Oh, let's let's go. Let's let's go and get something else after the break. Um, Bert was brought off for uh, Lafondra, who came on. But we didn't really utilise for Lafondra today, um, which wasn't his fault. He was making the runs. He you could see his vision and what he wanted to do. But the players just weren't on the same wavelength. So hopefully that would be something that develop in the coming weeks. But then um, we had the problem with Will shut it right back at Nottingham Forest. So let's put him at left back. No, it's just not going to work. We can't put 
square pegs into round holes. We need to play players in position or adapt the formation, change the formation to suit what we've got available and what we're chasing. We were chasing a game and it didn't really look like it. We had fits and spurts where we went uh, close, but Forestieri scored when really maybe we should have had um, something more. But you know it's a quick turnaround now to Tuesday to Norwich away. Um, one can only assume that they're in training uh, on Sunday, Monday. You know they have to travel, and hopefully we can get something because if we play like we've done today against Norwich, we could get a real hiding. But on the flip side, we're going to let it turn up and do what we we can do and blow teams away. You know in those spells where we just command the game, um, winning is a main thing because it's it's that positivity, it's that sense of let's go again, let's go again. We want to play again, we want to win again. So it's just getting that mentality into the team. Some players have achieved that last season. Some players are new and not had that chance. So we go again to Carrow Road on Tuesday night against Norwich. Um, lesson things have been learned very, very quickly. A few players may need to look at themselves. But we go again, up the ticks. Well, uh, it might not be your body, but it was here in spirit anyway. So thank you, Simon, for that. Sheffield uh, Wednesday away. Uh, uh, poor display, I believe. We, we was all right for... Seven minutes until we went in front, and then uh, then it was all downhill. It was it was downhill, wasn't it? And I've, I've got to be honest with you, I, I wasn't there myself, but I was listening to um, I was listening to on the radio. I actually only switched it on uh, when uh, it was one all. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, from then on in, it just seemed to be that it was such a one-sided game. But lo and behold. A late flurry, a couple of chances, a couple of opportunities where we could have perhaps sneaked to sneak to a point. Mm. But would that have actually? Again, it's one of them where if you take a point, you're happy, aren't you? But if I was a, a Sheffield fan and we're going to sneak to draw, I'd have been well and truly peed off. Oh, all the reports of the people I spoke to have been said we, was, we were dire and mm. we, didn't, we didn't deserve anything from the game. Just a question uh, that's being asked. But it's not being asked. People are saying it, but I'll ask it. Do we have a problem? Yes, I think we do. I think we have. I, th I think we've got to stop conceding soft goals. I think that's what our problem is. I think if you look at, I think it was the equalising goal set. What a soft goal! He's, I think it was Boxton, if I remember correctly. There's a free ball. What's gone? Somehow Buxton's let him turn. He's not used any strength, he's not tried to hold him off. He's got let him in, into the box and turn. Got a weak shot off. Again, Bogdan, question marks over Bogdan on that goal. Uh, last night, the soft, soft, really, really soft goals. We can't afford to keep giving teams two goal leads. Or It's, it's at least two in every away game, isn't it, so yeah. far? Yeah. And as I said, we're not making teams work, are we? For that, for that lead, you know. No. At, this, at this level, you've got to at least make them work for the work for the goals. So that's that's concerning. But is it is it because of all the the changes? We've not had a settled back four, no. back four, back three, back five, back six, or whatever we're playing. That we've not had with this season. It's not been, the only consistent in that that line so far has been Stephen Warnock. Hmm. Is he the problem? <laughs> nobody's getting nobody's getting the best getting defender by yeah. a mile See, yeah. for me, for yeah. me I, I was quick to say yes we have a, there's an issue and it's not 
it's not all done to the team, or should I say, it's not done to call, all done to Caldwell, the gaffer. I do think that we've made too many late signings and thrust them straight into the team. That means the time that we have to mould a side together, to break new lads in. How many games are we into the season already? And we're still, Seven. and we're breaking lads in. We're breaking lads in into positions. And my concern is, and I hope the gaffer is not too um, too shy or too scared to actually say, whoa, this is not working and change it. I think it will. I mean, is it any different than last season though, at this stage last season, we were, cons- we were losing by two, two goals we're, away from the same ball, haven't we? We've had a yeah. lot of wholesale change yeah. in the summer again, but, but we don't know what we've not created yeah. the best team think, is yet. But what I'm getting at though is, for me, what, what we have been seeing is we've been seeing the same mistakes being made, which is trying to play the ball out of our own area, trying, like, when you're looking at it now, is uh, our keeper is looking for someone close by to give a, a, a goal kick to, or roll the ball out. Sorry, but there's times when you do need to launch it down into the other end of the field. Yeah, you know. when, when it's two minutes into a match, you're playing in front of 20 odd thousand fans away from home. But we'll come to acknowledge in, in a bit, yeah. because, but when, when you're looking at that goal, there's a, there's a lot going on there, which, which was quite, frankly, ridiculous. When you're looking at that goal, like you're talking about. But if you, if you look at some of the Premiership goals, what have been scored so far this season, you're talking Route 1. Yeah. And what teams are doing now is they're not frightened of playing the most effective way. You know, sometimes pretty football won't win you the FA Cup, you know. I think we are direct in, in, when we're breaking forward. It's just sometimes our movements around the box isn't quite. I agree with you, though. Quite, uh, definitely. Yeah. But I'd like to see a mix. You know, I don't want to go back to the uh, back to the eighties where the keepers launched it and everybody ran down. And I tell you what, is a good test, a, a good sign. And th- th- this is something I, I've always picked up on: is watch when Wigan take a goal kick or the opposition take a goal kick. And you haven't seen this since the lower divisions when the whole set of players on the pitch used to veer off on one side yeah but that's yeah. that's because no it's coming over here so we all get over towards yeah, the ball yeah. whereas like in the premiership you, you stopped seeing that when we played in the premiership we weren't doing that right and you can see if a team was a lot void of ideas when things like that are happening you know you think hang on what's going on here so are we void of ideas <sighs> I think it's still I, too early not necessarily no I mean I think are we, are we on to last night yet? Or are we no, no, no. Still no. on to well, a general point, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think in terms of, um, you know, attacking, I think we're just not clinical enough, but I do think we, we, are, we are getting there. But as a general point, I still think, we always said earlier about the making all the changes and it's a bit like last season, but I think most fans this season were expecting, I was, I was talking to some of the lads last night, a bit more maybe continuity. Well, it, it seems like a, a lot of the core. How many players last night played who were on the books last year? Maybe three or three or four. What, why wholesale changes? Mm-hmm. Last time we did this and went up a division, we kept most of the key mm-hmm. players. But I, I know what you're saying, and we have been a little bit active in that department. But people point to, to both Burton and Barnsley saying they've been they've, they've shown continuity, but they've not. Last night, Burton had six. From when we played Burton, there were six different players in the starting eleven. Bursley had seven different players than when we played them on the last game of the season. So they've changed as well, you know. It, 
we've stepped up a, 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 in class, haven't we? And I know people were screaming about Marcia going, but I wasn't too bothered about Marcia going. What what you're bothered about is who they're bringing in to replace him. That's that's what we should be looking at. And I think one of our problems is when you look at it's our midfield for me. I mean, your defence comes under under pressure because your midfield doesn't do its job properly. And you look at our midfield, uh, and you look at Jacobs, Power, uh, sorry, Jacobs, Powell, Gilbert, and Gomez. There's four players there, and for me, they all play the same position. But Cole's trying to accommodate them, all of them, in the team, or at least three of them in the team. By straight, I mean Gilby last last night. I know we're not on last night yet, <laughs> but at one point he was playing right wing back or right back. You know, he's an attacking midfield player, so yeah. that position's rotated a lot, hasn't it? That wing back position. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem. Powers had a go, hasn't he? And but, well, let's get on to last night then, because I mean Sheffield Wednesday. Forget that it's, we were gone. We we were poor, and that were it. So we go, go to last night, we, we, we end up two, two goals down after 11 minutes. Uh, the stats from the game. Norwich, 43% of the possession, we had, we had slightly more with 57. Uh, they had 12 attempts and we had 10, so pretty even. Five on target each. Um, we had the corner count in our favour, 8-4. to four. The passes, so we outpassed Norwich, but they're a more direct side, aren't they? So you'd expect this anyway. But they had 421 passes to our 548. Uh, accuracy there was 76% accurate we was 80% so we're going back up to where, where we should be going uh, offside 3 to them we were caught once fouls committed Norwich committed 13 fouls we committed 11 yet we had 3 players boots to their 2 uh, no red cards uh, two, and obviously they won 2-1 but should we have had a penalty I mean you went last night Adam should we have had a penalty Will Grigg uh, definitely I think Grigg got Grid got goal side, slight error from their player, and sometimes as you do, you just had a little little pull at the pull at the shirt. It was enough um, for a penalty, in my opinion. What I didn't understand is how the referee gave a free kick the other way. That that was what really baffled me. I mean, he strode into the refs last time, and he's a strange fellow. He is. He is. He's, he's gone. He's an ex Premier League referee, and they dropped him down after one season because he was rubbish. I think he needs to go down another level. But <laughs> well, he's gone full time. He's, he's forty-seven, and he's just gone full time as well. So I think he works in the referees uh, department at the FA or whatever it is, filing boots or something. I don't know. But he's gone full time. Um, well, we, we've got to talk about. It. We've got to talk about that first goal, that Bogdan Herra. Uh, for those who's not seen this, it was Bogdan knocked out to Warnock. Warnock knocked him back, knocked it back to him, and he's. Um, He's on his own in the penalty box. Nobody anywhere near him. Um, but when you look at it, he's not the ball forward, and he stops. He doesn't move with the ball, does he? He kicks it forward about four yards, then looks over to his left, where Norwich have got Jacob Murphy on the, to his right. He just comes in and taps it into the net, and then Bogdan suddenly wakes up and thinks, "What's happened here?" It was that. Yeah, that's about it, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, absolutely shocking. I mean, what can defend it? Can you? What? What? That's it. Coldwell's Coldwell, to be fair, has, has come out and said, diverting attention away and saying, "Blame me." That's the way I'm asking them to play. But I don't care. Goalkeeper in this day and age, 
you know, they, they played with the back pass rule, haven't they? Whatever it came in in 92 or whatever. And, you, you know, that's just a very basic error. Not having the ball under the control and trying to look for your pass. It's just, yeah. what, 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 can you, what can you say about that? Well, the, ta- the tactics are there for the manager and the coaches to instil in the players. But it's up to the players to execution them tactics, isn't it? And it's the basic skills. And it's so typical of a lazy goalkeeper. And when I say lazy, it's a case of, don't forget, these are guys who put the ball on the floor, take four steps back, and well, you took field. Right? Or they throw the ball down on the floor, and they're looking around. You know, keeping an eye on the ball is not really their forte when it's on the floor, is it? And for me, any keeper who puts the ball on the floor, it's like, ah! You know. But surely Murphy should have been his peripheral vision. Anyway, he's turned to his left. When you turn to your left, you can still see things coming in from, from your right-hand side, can't you? Yeah, oh, I don't know. And he's wearing a bright yellow <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's in it. He's, he's mentally switched off, hasn't he? I think Bog- Bogdan, I thought he was outstanding at Forest away, and I thought, I think we've got a good keeper here. And then, slowly but surely, I mean, the goal, that first goal was on about Saturday. He went down way too early. Uh, terrible defending from Buxton, but he almost, he, the, probably the reason he scores it, because he scuffs it. Sometimes it mm. can help you, can't it? Mm. But, very questionable on that goal. Questionable, well, the first goal is unbelievable. I mean, that should never happen in a million years. Questionable on the second one. Weak wrist for me. I, I saw a tweet from, don't know who's running the Wigan today, Twitter account saying it was an unbelievable save. I thought it was a poor save. Have you seen that one since? The, 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 first, the shot, uh, the, initial the, save, the, the initial save, where, where it sort of parried it to the, the player, yeah. uh, it said it was an unbelievable save, but I, I thought it was a quite poor save. I, I personally... You know, gut instinct. I've not seen it since, mm. but I, I thought that he's not pushed it far enough away. Yeah, like exactly what yeah. you said. He's pushed it back into what is a, a danger area. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I, I mean, as I said, I was right at the other end, so I couldn't judge it. But that was my gut instinct. Yeah, I've I not seen it since. You're spot on. Really, looking on the, I've watched the replay a few times, and you know, we've got question marks over Bogdan. We've got question marks. All over uh, back line, really, other than probably Warnock for me. But uh, what's this uh, what, what, what's like since he's come in, the young lad from West Ham? Where are you staying? Not seeing him play. So. Difficult to judge. I, I, as I said, I'm really struggling to work out yeah. where people are playing at the moment, and it's I don't know whether he was a he was playing as a right-sided centre back or a, a, more of a right right back. It was very difficult. Because it was going down the line at times, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I I thought we'd kind of signed him as a more of a quick centre half, yeah. 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 to get more pace. It's very difficult to judge, isn't it? He's only played a couple, but. Mm. Um, you know, as overall, I think I, I do have to give a bit of credit to. Uh, I thought Dan Byrne was 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 quite probably the best of the, uh, the if we were playing three, the best of the three centre halves last night. I thought yeah. he played quite well actually. Yeah. Got to, got to give him some credit. With, he's got a lot of stick, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving the credit when it's deserved, I think, yeah. to give a balanced opinion. <clears throat> but I mean, for, for Gomez's goal, he, he helped create space in the midfield, into by charging forward mm-hmm. and taking players with him. You know, so. Uh, and at that stage of the game, it's something that needed to happen, weren't it? We were chasing the game. 
But I think that yeah, if we could, you know, the second half at least let's let's get some positives from yeah. there because we're, yeah. we're all doing uh, the dunks, well, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nathan Burn then. I mean, I I was quite excited when we said I was last season when we were sniffing about him. I was excited because I, I knew he was a good player. Uh, I was excited when we eventually got him this year. Uh, I, I think he's the second option into with the lad from Mars being the first option that we didn't bring in. Uh, but he is a good second option. He's not like a, uh, you know, he's not a throw-in there, is he? He's a proper, proper yeah, good player. I, I like him and, and as well. I mean, he might be a better option in the end because I mean he's played at this level, haven't he? Yeah. You're never quite sure if you bring someone, bring someone in mm-hmm. from Scotland. I, I think. I know it's only a snippet, isn't it? He's played half an hour and he's coming on, no, nothing to lose, has he really? But what I, what I did see of him, he, he's really, really quick, really quick, and he he looks like he's one of those that he's willing to try and get to the byline and put the crosses in. And if you've got Yannick on the other side, they can't just say no. Well, let's let's cut the ball off to Yannick because they've got they've got another side. They've got another option. You are not yeah. we're not strangling. And interestingly, those, I've not seen the starts. But one one word that all starts, Gomez. He's perfect away player for me. He's absolutely. I think he'll, he'll play many home games. But I've always said, even in the Premier League, when a lot of people got on his back, he's so good at keeping the ball. I don't think he gave the ball away once last night. Intelligent passing, gets your wide players into the game in the right positions. Not like putting them on the back foot, putting it in the right position for them. You know. But he needs the players to play with though, doesn't he? He he needs. Players who will make those. Yeah, he's about to say, if, you, if you've not got people making them runs, then it's pointless having it in the side because he's mm. not going to be able to find anyone with it other yeah. than making the side where's pointless pass or passing it to Bogdan for the ourselves back on the Maybe that's why, because yeah, first half maybe he didn't quite, you know, didn't quite get into the game as much Gomez, but I think you make a good point. Obviously, if he doesn't have those people sort of making the runs for it. Well, maybe that second half yesterday, he's, he's stumbled across something that's that's working there, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. So, would you say we was unlucky? I mean, that header of Griggs near the end was uh, yeah, a good header, wasn't it? I mean, pulled a good save off McGovern. I don't. I mean, and Yannick's chance. As Yannick's well. had a chance. Yeah, yeah it was a good know. save from the fantastic feet that from Yannick. Yeah, to get that shot off. But we need him for sure. That belief again, don't we? I think he's been a little bit. I know Cole's spoken. Previously, about some players need to believe in themselves a little bit more at this level. I wonder if he's if Yannick's one of them because he he's run down blind alleys, anti and stops like QPR at home when when he was on and, and a couple of other games. He's, I thought he was brilliant against Blackburn, mm. but, Black, but he played he played more inside, didn't he? And he, and, uh, and Blackburn was rubbish, which is yeah, that, that, that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people probably look good against Blackburn. Uh, yeah, true. But I think I think with him as well. Do you not think that it's maybe where he's been playing? I think sometimes he's, he's maybe giving him defensive duties and You just think if he has that on his mind, is he? Yeah. Is he th- you know, if he's got that on his mind, all I'd say to him is just get up there. You're fast. Get to the byline or get come inside and hit one of your shots and you know forget about the yeah. defensive side of things. Well, you wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want him anywhere near our penalty area because that, he could be a liability. That Forest game, I think that probably knocked his confidence a bit. Playing him right back or right wing back mm. had a shocker for me that first half like we said at the time. And then I think he got two cough after 60 minutes probably. I don't think he started the next game. Mm. 
Um, probably his confidence a bit. But I think again, Colwell's got to take a bit of stick to be honest because I think he's he's got to get this formation right and he's got to get the right personnel on the team. And I don't think I don't think he's done that at times this season. And it's, it's not going to help, is it? If you if you're losing games, we've got to find that formula mm. and find it fast. Do you think he's, he's, he's sorry, Mick? Do you think he's uh, he, he's got his system and he's trying to accommodate the system? He's trying to fit the players into that rather than fitting a system well, around yeah, the players. You've got you've, you've you've got to fit the system around the players you've got rather than vice versa. Mm. And I think that maybe that's what what you're getting at is yeah yeah. Got he's working the system first rather than the players but you, you can't do that you've got you, what players you've got available week in week out you say right this is you've got available what's the best system to play maybe have a look at your opposition and another thing I think we worry about the opposition too much rather than focusing on what we can do I think when we're at home you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, to make you, you have to you have to have that uh, that mentality of saying right what's the best I can do with the squad of players who are fit for this Saturday Right, we've got A, B, C, D, all these lads are available, so we're going to go for this one. And which is, like I said, for instance, playing a 3-5-2 formation or whatever. Uh, or it could just be, no, we need to go to a basic 4-4-2, or, or whichever way you want to do it. <clears throat> but for me, we haven't got the luxury of being able to adopt a system and everybody complies to that system. One, we haven't got uh, the players skillful enough to do that. And I don't think the gaffer himself knows exactly what system he does actually want to play. There's been too many variations. There's been too many variations with actual players playing in four or five different positions so far. Yeah, there is How many games mm. have we played this season? Well, you know, had, should I mean, we be doing that? We've had seven, seven different right wing-backs. Yeah. Well, how many positions did Gilby playing last night? Uh, you know, I mean, probably three, yeah. Yeah, that's within 90 minutes, isn't it? But what's that saying to that player? What's it saying to that player? You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're on the field and you're doing the job, you're happy within that role. And if that role changes during the game, you're asking the question, why? What have I been doing wrong? Why? Or, or you might feel, great, now I've got more of a, a key role to play or whatever. But, but so to change three times yeah. must be sending out a negative message in people's heads. You should be able to switch formations during a game, though, for different... Situations right? you could be chasing a game, you could be defending a lead, you know. So, so you will. It, it is fluid to a certain extent, but what I'm thinking is every week, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's the players playing in alien positions for themselves, and you think like, I mean, we've had Gilby Jacobs, Wilshot at right wing back, and the young lads, it, the uh, yeah, power. But, but I mean, I'm power. using them just them as the ones options. That have... They're attacking players. And power, uh, yeah, Max Power. They were lost, weren't they? Uh, you were lost. Though. I mean, if you if you talk that if you talk everyone up who's played, though, you're probably talking seven or eight players, mm. and it's no surprise that we're conceding a lot of goals. It is odd, isn't it? This system we did it last year a lot, didn't we? I mean, we had McCann out there. He did a good job, McCann. But again, you wouldn't have thought at the start of the season last year, would you? McCann was a left wing back, would you? No. We seem to have this system, but we don't necessarily have the personnel to play it, mm. which is, is a bit a bit odd, really. But the, yeah. the midfield, we defended from the midfield last season, didn't we? We had Perkins and Power sat in front. 
and nothing got past them because they worked the socks off and they cut the space down and, and the tracks and, and Perks was organising everything. It'll be interesting to see how much of an impact Perkins is going to have mm. when he comes back, whether it, he's been part of the, the problem that we've, you know, sort of gone there now. Yeah. We've not had a point since no, the no, is, no. is that just a coincidence or are we are we really missing his I think we are missing and on that too can you say is the grafter in, uh, well the grafter I don't mean the grafter he's a little Jack Russell in the midfield yeah. for us but he's never shuts up as well mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's, he's yeah. organising well, you know my thoughts on that I love that mm-hmm. I love that talkers are great aren't they yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's enough in our team you don't do it and even the goalkeeper because Jessica Leinen, he, he's always talking, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he helps, isn't he? Constantly talking, whereas Bogdan, I don't know if you see that as much with him. No, I agree with that. Mm. Right, we're going to take a look at the uh, weekend game where we're meeting Fulham uh, at the DW Stadium. And helping us to preview this game, we have Fulham supporter and Hammy and, uh, dot com. Blog runner, uh, blog runner. Is that a proper word now? No, but it is now, Barry. Okay. Now. Uh, Dan Crawford, how are you doing, Dan? I'm very well, thanks, Barry. How are you? Oh, great, great up here. It's been a beautiful day in Wigan. Uh, I don't know what the forecast is for Saturday, but I'm hoping it's going to be some uh, some more fine weather. We can enjoy some football. Absolute opposite, total opposite. Oh well, there you go. Oh, there you how, go. Howling down all day. Start off then. Uh, how's your season been so far? It is a bit of a false storm, considering where we are <laughs> at the table and how, how, how our results have been going. I noticed last night John Sessignon was uh, uh, poppy going, didn't he? It is, yeah. yeah. He's, um, he's come on. He's come on really well. He had a really good pre-season and he's been very highly rated for a long time in the youth setup. I don't think anyone sort of envisaged that he'd become a regular in the first team at just 16. But he's one of those players who doesn't look 16 and seems to be able to mix it in, in, in senior football. He's done really well, um, scored a couple of goals, and they've been very important goals as well. So uh, really impressed with him. And it's always nice, I think, as fans to see a young lad come through from the academy from the local area and put on the shirt and play for the team. Just gives us all a little bit of a lift, I think. Yeah, that's brilliant. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he looks a big lad as well. Like you say, he doesn't look 16. 16, is that all he is? Grief. He is, only, only just 16 as well, it's remarkable. Ah, fantastic. He's a, a stretched version of Wayne Rooney, isn't he? A stretched version of Wayne? <laughs> yeah. Like a stretched limo? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you're worried this down, but we don't seem to have the best of luck against you lads <laughs> over the past few years. Uh, in, yeah. fact, in fact, in the last 15 meetings, um, we've not beat you. We've six defeats and nine draws, so, uh, you know, the form between the two teams is very much in your court. Yeah, I think, I think we've got to be 
could bury and uh, you know Saturday could just be the day that that streak ends and I, I seem to remember the last few meetings have been quite close I think the last time we were at the DW it was quite an entertaining 3-3 three, three draw and we only managed an equaliser right at the end through a penalty yeah I remember um, that you go score didn't you for you and uh, apologise to us sure. all <laughs> I think I think he might well have done, but for the um, for the spot kick, he was brought down by Emerson Boyce, and given Hugo's record in one on ones, uh, he might well have just let him keep running. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point, that. Uh, but no, look, I thought we've always enjoyed our trips to, to Wigan, not just for the results. One of the uh, one of the best away days. No exaggeration to say it's the one that. Uh, all our fans look out for on the calendar. We're very pleased to have you back in the in the championship. And there's a group of lads who uh, coming up on Saturday cancelled their holiday to go to uh, to come to, to come to the DW. So, so there you are. That's an indication of how much we're looking forward to it. At well, least. Oh, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm going to start feeling guilty about thrashing you now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it too far, mate. Uh, but uh, we, we, we went on a little journey together in, in, in a way, didn't we? Because we was both in, lurking around in the bottom division back in the, you know, the mid-90s. And then we got promoted together. Uh, we, did we win the league that season? They finished second. We, did. we won it on uh, goals scored. And not goals different. Yeah, they changed yeah. it for that one yeah. season, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd have finished That's second. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was changed at the behest of our chairman, one Jimmy Hill, at the time. And of course, we were very pleased because uh, had it been on goal difference, we'd have snuck the title. Uh, but as it was goal scored, you guys won the title. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think we, we were of a similar stature, both sides, you know. Um, of a similar size in terms of our footballing pedigree, both slumming it right at the bottom of the uh, the pyramid at one stage, had some luck with with good uh, investors getting behind us, and went on a journey all the way to the to the top flight and some very successful times. And, uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, and we won the FA Cup. Did you, did you notice that along the way as well? <laughs> Well, did you happen to mention that often, lads? Oh, um, yeah, every opportunity we mention it. No, every opportunity. Only, only to good, good, good for you. It's normally the Europa League we shoehorn in if we possibly can. Oh, we've been in that um, as well. <laughs> yeah, no, there you go. You see, yeah, it's yeah. such a journey that we have... Uh, we have similar destinations, apparently. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if you recall last season, Jeff Stelling uh, was on about the FA Cup, and he, and he said, uh, he, you know, he obviously he, he mentioned us to try and stress a point, and he said that we're going to have to it on the FA Cup in 2013, and where are they on Saturday? They're at Crew. Now he said that as though it was a slight on us and a slight on the FA Cup, and it couldn't have been further from the truth. I've not met one Lassitz fan who would have given up that cup victory to stop in the Premier League. Um, honestly, no, not you, one. No, you never, you never would. I think it comes down to how people think, perceive of the FA Cup. OK, it might be diminished in, in modern times, but all football fans have a special relationship with the FA Cup. And most of us are pretty uh, well aware of the hype and uh, hyperbole that surrounds the, the Premier League. But, you know... Not really football at the end of the day, um, and Stelling should know better being a fan of Hartlepool United. You know, <laughs> yeah, he, should know, he should he should know where proper football stops, and 
you know, resist those sort of wise cracks. I thought better of him than that. Yeah, well, yeah, he went down in my estimation. You know, well, that's uh, goes without saying. Anyway, getting back to the game, we've got uh, Steve Martin's in charge. Uh, he, he's not a comedian, of course, although he, he has given some comedic performances. Well, mate. Yeah. The uh, prolific banjo. We, we'd never won a game. In fact, we'd never scored a goal within Reffin up until last season, and we, we bust that bubble with a, a five-nil and a two-nil win. So uh, I noticed today, looking at his stats, the last time he ref you lads was back in on the 9th of August 2014 when you uh, had a 2-1 defeat away at Ipswich and he's not refused since then so um, anyway we'll, we'll see he's one of these new uh, select group 2 referees who are now full time professional and I must say it's not made one shred of uh, difference this season <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he could well be a comedian given the standard of refereeing in uh, the championship these days yeah. I mean I don't know what you lads think One thing that I've noticed though is, is there's been quite a few yellow cards dished out, especially to our players, for sort of innocuous things as well. I know they're stamping down on the old, uh, uh, on what they're stamping down on? Back chat. A bit of back chat, yeah. What do we call that? Because with a D. Thank you, I knew, I knew, uh, I knew you'd come up with that one, Dan. A little bit of descent, yeah, they're stamping down on the descent. Uh, but like you said, the, you know, punch, punch to the back of the head and uh, a leg breaker seems to go unpunished. All a bit uh, it's, all, it's all a bit of much of a muchness, really, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy they're clamping down on descent, but the old two-footed tackle, you still seem to get away with that in the middle of the park. Yeah. And uh, one of the lads from Burton the other night took a swing at one of our players after we scored. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't sure that that was allowed, but, you know, he seemed to get away with it unpunished, so fair play to the lad. But, you know... If we're allowing that sort of thing to go on, it doesn't really make a difference if you're booking somebody for dissent or not, does it? No, no, no. The unfortunate thing about that, though, is <clears throat> dissent is actually directed at the referee. So it has to be seen to be dealing with it. Whereas, right. unfortunately, if you've got some centre-half kicking seven bells out of a centre-forward, and it's, and you know, like, the referee is following the ball, sadly, players get up to them sorts of shenanigans, don't they? And so the ref yeah, But this is where... Uh, we're blaming referees, but yet we should be seeing a little bit more support coming from the assistant referees on the touchline, shouldn't we? That's what we should be getting. Uh, hey, Dan. Oh, sorry, Dan. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, it's Rob here. Um, last season you had uh, Dan Byrne on your books, and uh, also with Gerber. Uh, it's fair to say that Dan Byrne has had a bit of clog off our fans already yeah, in the last days. And he's looked shaky on the odd occasion. Uh, other times he looked really composed and he looks like an half decent footballer. So, first he says he's had a mixed bag of a start. Uh, just wondering how, what your opinion is on, on Dan Byrne and also on Luke Garbutt as well. Yeah, Dan Byrne is an interesting one, isn't he? I feel, <laughs> sorry for, I feel sorry for him a little bit because 
he came through, he was signed from, from Darlington for us and stepped up into the youth team and he's built, built like a beam pole and you thought, yeah, he's a guy who's going to be excellent in the air, you know, going to be really dominant and could be the linchpin of the defence and he started really well for us but he had the misfortune to play in three or four of the worst defences I've ever seen. Um, so he never really had the benefit of a regular partner. They decided to let him go um, at the end of last last season. Um, and the problem for Dan is he's a big unit. He takes an awful lot of time to turn around, and he's not especially quick, which are not great. Which is not a great combination for a centre back, especially when you consider that you know his passing. Well, if I can be ge- if I can be generous about it, could probably be fairly described as iffy. Um, <laughs> now, now, I've seen I've seen the Wigan fans on Twitter reacting to Dan's various performances so far this season. Um, I'm not surprised, but the one thing I will oh, say about me. him is he is he gives it he gives his best. You can't you can't uh, criticise him of not being uh, not putting in enough effort, but yeah. he gets caught in some horrendous positions sometimes. Um, having said all of that, I'm sure if he's selected on Saturday, which I understand might be a bit of a talking point for you guys, if he's selected on Saturday, I'm sure he'll have an absolute blinder and <laughs> ram all those criticisms down our throats because um, he feels like he has a point to prove. Um, I'll do a bit of Luke Garbett as well, if you like. Yeah. Um, Luke was somebody who we signed with a great fanfare from Everton on loan last season because the left-back position had been a real problem for us and unfortunately he was abysmal for us. Um, it's almost as though he felt he'd already made it as a footballer and he was doing everybody a favour by sort of trotting out for Fulham a few times. Um, never really got up to the to the pace of the, of the championship. Um, had one game at Blackburn where we had to take him off after about half an hour because he was just absolutely dire. Um, and yet all the Everton fans I spoke to, without exception, said that you know he was seen as the long-term replacement for Leighton Baines, really highly rated, had done well with the England under-21s. So I can only assume that you know he just had a bit of a terrible year with us. Um, and I don't know how he, how he's getting on for Wigan, but I hope for your sake he's doing a bit better than he was doing for us obviously. Well, the cost is the game against QPR, and I thought giving away a stupid free mm. kick. Uh, he wasn't okay. so active last night. He was on the bench last night. I've, I've not been impressed with him defensively. He's not really done anything um, going forward. He's not he, for me. He's not ripped any trees up. What do you think, Rob? No, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, he's not played every game as he's been sort of in the night of the team. But yes. I'd agree with you. I was expecting quite a bit more because I like Dan. Had also heard that he was the long-term replacement for Leighton Burns, um, and. I can't see that off the performances what I've seen so far. Mm. It's going to be very, very long term in his case, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting on to Saturday, Dan, uh, what, what sort of formation do you think you'll be uh, lining up with? Well, we've exclusively this season played a 4-2-3-1 um, with Scott Parker, who seems to still be running around like a 
35-year-old as opposed to a 35-year-old at the base of the midfield uh, alongside Kevin McDonald. Although that may change because the last two games um, haven't been particularly uh, particularly inspiring and teams have sort of worked out where they need to nullify us really. So the three uh, behind the lone striker have usually included Tom Kearney who uh, used to be at Blackburn and has, yeah. had a season with, has had a season with us um, and he plays on the right although he's predominantly left footed teams seem to have worked out now that his right foot is literally for standing on um, <laughs> and, uh, and that, you know if you get a couple of players around him it'll be much more difficult to he'll have much less effectiveness in influencing the game and he's probably our, our key player at the moment um, Sean Aluko, who was of Hull, has been playing in that sort of number 10 uh, position behind the main striker. Um, he's been doing okay, but seems to have a problem at locating the goal, um, <laughs> which is a bit of a drawback for a player in that kind of position. And then we've been rotating uh, who plays on the left side between two new signings, Floyd Aiti and a new left winger called Niskins Cabana. It's a terrific name. Yeah, and yeah. he is named after the Dutch uh, midfield maestro yeah. from many years ago. Um, up front is interesting because obviously we've lost the goals of Ross McCormack and uh, Moussa Dembele. We've been playing Matt Smith mostly up top um, until we signed Chris Martin on loan from Derby on deadline day. I expect they'll play Martin again although he looks rather under undercooked, shall we say, and carrying a bit of timber. So uh, we'll see whether he starts on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, as you see the game going, do you think, uh, are we going to break that, that uh, you know, are we going to break a, a, a hoodoo, shall we say? Well, we're, look, all I would say is Fulham are usually very accommodating of teams who and have a poor run and fall. We normally like to play them back into some some <laughs> form of uh, positive positive form. So yeah. you know we could probably do that again for you on on Saturday. I genuinely don't know what to expect. We've been very good away from home uh, so far, much better uh, defensively. But look, it's such a strange league that you always get little little uh, results here and there and there doesn't seem to be much consistency anybody can, can beat anyone and if say Bird and Garbett are involved for you they'll want to, to prove a point and I see Yuli Gomez scored uh, uh, last night for you looked a, good, looked a good goal as well yeah he's back um, so yeah that, that, that worries me a little bit because he's a class player on his day and he could just uh, nip into the sort of spaces where we find it difficult to, uh, to defend yeah Mm, well, fingers crossed. I, I see you've had two decent results in this neck of the woods, haven't you? But Preston and Blackburn, you saw to them two sides, and you, you drew over the border up at Leeds and you're over in Yorkshire. Uh, so, you, like you say, you're on the road. You've not been too bad, have you? No, I have to say we've done. Our start has been a lot better than, than anyone expected. Um, yes, Dirty Leeds did pinch a point in injury time, which didn't, didn't please any of us. Um, Preston, Preston were a lot poorer than I expected them to be. Um, no, no, they're very poor, Preston. Don't you worry about we, 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 we should have uh, we should have had them buried long before they sort of 
sort of laid siege to our goal in the last 10 minutes. And Blackburn, well, I mean, I, I know it's, I know it's uh, not really your, your place to feel a bit sorry for Blackburn at the moment, but they looked absolutely dire. And uh, off the pitch, is not much better for them. No, no. Um, you curse. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not, none of you lads do, obviously. Especially that playing in charge of them, Owen Coyle. Yeah, yeah they're getting well, all they deserve. Uh, talk about an interesting managerial appointment there. But, uh, no, look, we've done okay away from home. Um, like I said, we always enjoy a good trip to, to Wigan and we hope for a good game on Saturday. Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. Well, uh, Dan, have a safe trip up and a safe journey home and, uh, if you're, if you're free, uh, before kick-off, we'll be in the Wigan Central, which is two minutes from the train station, walking down Walgate on your left-hand side. It's a little bistro-type bar with seats outside, the seats inside, real ale, cheap prices, and uh, I should imagine we'll be in there uh, quite steaming by about two o'clock. <laughs> Good lads, I look forward to trying to join you, and thanks very much for having me on. No problem. Cheers, Dan. See you, mate. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. Oh, that is nice chatting, a good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. very, very good, yeah. that, Very knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah. I hope he does turn up and we can, uh, he can buy me a pint in the Wigan <laughs> <laughs> Central, because... Well, I was going to say, how knowledgeable is he about his beer, then, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've said everything we need to say about, about Fulham, apart from one thing, we need three points. Yeah. We definitely need three points. But, I mean, talking of Fulham and, and looking at the next, next ten fixtures, the next 30 points available to us, um... I think I, th- I personally believe we've had a bit of a difficult start. It's not been that easy, has it? Uh, all right, we've not played Newcastle yet, but it's you know we've been to Norwich, we've been to Forest. Um, I think Forest are rubbish. They're scoring goals, though, aren't they? And we're conceding goals. Mm. It's not a good place to go, and it's like that. But the, uh, the next ten, we've got Fulham at home Saturday. Then we're away at Preston, Wolves at home, Brentford away, Burton at home. Leeds away, Brighton at home, Cardiff away, Reading at home, and Barnsley away. And that's all before we, we, we travel to Huddersfield, who at the moment are the tabletoppers, but I don't think it will be by the time we go there. Uh, so, so that's the, that's the next ten. I mean, out of that, I'd like to think we can pick up a, a minimum of 15 points out of that. No, no, I do. Hmm. I'd like to think we, we can get our formation sorted out I know you need to play more than one system but certainly have some consistency like Mick said you're playing your own games you want to win your own games you set up in a certain way it's on, the onus is on you to get them points in the bag and sort the personnel out various positions I'd like to see that start picking find the magic formula start picking points well, with five home games versus them ten, five at home, five, five away, so there's an opportunity there, isn't there, for us, uh, you know, to, to pick those points up. And out of those, and they're not, I mean, I'm saying they're not that difficult. I mean, Preston away is going to be a, a bit of an umdinger, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Well, Barnsley are going, I mean, you mentioned Barnsley, Barnsley. they're going really well. Yeah, we always, do, like we always do well at Barnsley. Yeah, 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 but we do well at Barnsley, so don't worry about Barnsley, we've got that sorted. Don't worry about Barnsley. Me and Barnsley are like that. We're, we're alright. We are out there. Um, so, looking at that, is it as bleak as what? I mean, you look on, I noticed you, Rob, on Twitter, was said to, 
come on, uh, uh, give it, you want him gone, give us who you're going to bring in. Yeah, you know. just uh, just opinions on it. Who, who, who's available, who can do a job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that what the social media is? The social media kind of. Oh, it's in Melbourne, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we lose two games and they want the manager's well, side, don't they? And every came, player we've got. So you know what, I came off last night and actually at the end of, end of the game I thought, there's something good to take from this. I, th- I, th- I think mm. he's getting there with it and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite positive actually. You know, I know it's, we, we've said about the things that we're doing wrong, but there's something there, I think. I, I think it could click. And he seems to have that belief, you know, like Martinez time, let's keep believing. I'd rather be saying that, you know, than very defeatist. Yeah, I, 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 I think you've got to give him 15, 20 games. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, if, yeah. if we're bottom at, at New Year's Day on the same points we are on now, then it's, it's different, isn't it? You yeah, know? absolutely but, agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely cool. agree. After those fixtures, if we if we don't pick a point up from the 10 fixtures you've mentioned, yeah. then I think we might be having a different discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to be... I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm, I'm quite quite positive, actually. No, we've got we've, we've seen what's got goals in it. We sort out the stupid mistakes at the back. This is it. It's a lot of the goals we conceded. And did the stupid goals? Yeah. Are the, the, they're not goals right. because we're too expansive and getting forward, are they? And leaving ourselves better. They're not goals. Through they're that. mainly individual errors. In individual, the back. Yeah. How do you get rid of them, man? What have you got? What have you got to do? To we're getting the lads comfortable with, with the system they're playing. We're bottom. Low we're, confidence. Build the confidence. He, he gets the ball though. He doesn't need to look for a pass. If, if you feel you're not comfortable knocking it left, just play safety first. Knock it upfield. In the stand if you have to. Yeah. I'm sure Carwell's not saying to him, if you're, if you're under pressure, still look for a pass. Look to take him on at the back on your own. He's, he can't be saying that to him, surely to goodness. The one, thing I'm no- the one thing I've noticed with Wigan uh, this season, which has horrified me to a certain extent, and that has been, you've had a player on the ball who's got caught in the corner, or he's got, you know, in a, in a predicament, and he's passed the ball and put another fellow colleague, another fellow player, in the same predicament. Yeah, but yeah, hey, yeah He's not giving the ball away, he's giving it to a, uh, a team, team member, and I see that creeping in, especially along the, the back. Yeah. And that really infuriates me because even even as a kid it was like ingrained in you if in doubt lock it down the line we did a bit of that last season though early days last season we were doing a bit of this I think what it is is once we settled we was alright well this is it and this is why I'm saying that the problem for me has been too many new faces coming in at the end of August right so we're what three games into uh, the time after the um Signing window shop. Sorry, this is our third set of fixtures, isn't it? Since the window closed. Yeah. Um, and some well, of these lads played though. Some of these lads are looking at one another, thinking, they? "Well, I don't even know who you are." But they didn't play. Did you play? None of them played. Well, they've not started up there, apart from from Reece Burke. He's the only one who started again. Uh, the deadline day signings. Well, I'm talking about those who were signed just beforehand as well. What we haven't done We've is... We've had Buxton since. When, when did Buxton sign? July. Yep. But he had the play, because he got that sending off, didn't yeah. he? And then he, so he was kind he of a new, new player, wasn't he, when he, when he came in? I just, I just think that... <coughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to back Caldwell on this one, uh, from the point of view of... We've got these new players, we've hopefully got them used to what we want them to do in a system of formation. But, come on, we've got to give them some, you know, a little bit of free, uh, free reign... 
you know, the professional players, it's like, do what you're comfortable doing. Or else are we trying to beat out of them the, the skills so that they become robotic in what they do? And I'd hate to see that if that's the case. No, I, I, do like the, I do like the football side of it. I think it's just, like I said, you can't legislate for that last night, can you? And what can you do if your goalkeeper's making that sort of error? Mm. Yeah, well, mind you, uh, we've not given our predictions for, for Saturday, have we? No. Well, we think so. Shall we have a look around of predictions and see? Mick, how do you see it going Saturday? Well, you know me, I never, ever, ever predict uh, against Latics, but um, I'm hoping, hoping. I'm not going to say score, I just want a Wigan win. It's just going to be a Wigan win. Rob? I'm hoping, same as Mick, I'm hoping for a similar team what finished the game last night the way we treat the game to in the second half um, and have a right but go at them and turn our fortunes around because I think the sooner we start winning the sooner we're going to be you know give the lads a bit more confidence uh, I'm hoping we're going to win it but I can't see us keeping a clean sheet I'm going to go for a free to to all. I'll be excited. Adam, See, I, I, I think I have a feeling we might get that we might get that clean sheet actually on Saturday. Um, we've not actually been at home, not been too bad, have we defensively? Mm. And whether it's that clean sheet, it's going to be because we've had a few against Fulham, a nil nil. But as I said before, I'm trying to be optimistic. So one nil, Wigan, Gomez. I mean, I like to predict the score as of well. Of course, yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-sixth minute. Be lovely, wouldn't it, for Yardis to score some and uh, get another. And I'd like to see Greg get a couple as well, uh, keep him up there in the uh, in, in the divisional top scorers list. It's good having a player in that list, and it? it's like having your own uh, fast draw shooter into it. Mm. Right? A little wild west. So yeah, so off, off, off the back of that, I'll go for three-one Latics. Grig oh. 2 and Gomez penalty. Takes it off Will Grig who wants his hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's it. So even though we're searching to the bottom three, we've had um, our third defeat on the trot. Is, isn't it? Is it fourth? Fourth, is it? Fourth defeat on the trot, even though we've had. <laughs> is it that bad? So we've searched into the bottom three, we've had our fourth defeat on the trot. <laughs> Uh, we're still looking at things pretty optimistically, aren't we? Yeah, we're, not, we're not splitting our wrists or jumping from a bridge. Or not getting so many angry people in there. So many angry people in Wigan and Latix fans and on the websites and the Twitter and the things. Yeah. Why? They're coming out of the woodwork to slag them off. Why aren't they coming out of the woodwork to get behind them in yeah. the stadium? It was exactly the same, same 12 months ago. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see it all exactly. before, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then they were the ones getting hammered, going to the away games, what you can't get tickets for because the people who've been caught in a rotten are there. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, ooh, I needed a ticket for Blackpool, I can't get one now. Well, we always get tickets also, don't we? Oh, I yeah. so Cheers, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of plastics, uh, do you, do, are we aware Ellen has left? You know, the, uh, the, the girl from the media department. No. Yeah, the Bond girl. She's quite, quite nice. Nice, nice girl. She's a really nice girl. Uh, she's left. Uh, they've advertised for a new media assistant. So oh, if anybody fancies it. I think one of the criteria is, 
Well, you need to be able to operate a video recorder because the videos have dried up on the website. I don't know if you've noticed. There's not been... Uh, oh, yeah, I can point to camera. Yeah, press record. Either. Upload to the edit suite. Edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's wrap it on the edit. We've been here yeah. long enough. Right, good night from me. Yeah, good night from us. Good night from us as well.